Yo, what's up, everybody? Joe Rodriguez joined uh, tonight in the ETO podcast by my pals El Super Mojado and Edwin Cáceres. What's up, fellas? What up, yo? What up, what what's up? Going on, guys? Edwin, what's up, dude? What's up? What's going on? All right, dudes. Let's get this party started. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, I think, the most important thing that we have going on today, which is the uh, Mexican national team bracket. Well, first of all, hold on a second. Uh, I, I want you guys to move in a little bit to super to your right. And then it went to your left. Yeah. Cause on, on Instagram, you guys are barely, barely, there you go. Es que te quiere mirar la cara de, de fuchi que tiene. Saludos a Iván Toribio. Saludos a JFRM Jonas. Luis Bravo. Super, you joined us. You're already here with us. Anyway, all right, dude. So you guys want to get this, this party started or what? Let's let's uh, let's let's uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's show the bracket. All right, because it's the bracket. Se puso bien, canija. Okay, there it is. So we're showing the bracket right now, and uh, you know, yesterday Ramon and I we broke it down. Hugo Sanchez beating Pavel Pardo. Jorge Campos beating El Emperador, Chicharito beating Galindo, Garcia Aspe beating El Matador, and then on the other side it was Osvaldo beating Luis Garcia, Borghetti beating Cuauhtémoc, Hermosillo losing to Guardado, and Rafa Márquez beating Luis Roberto Alves Aguez. And then in the quarters, Hugo beat Campos, uh, El Matador beat Chicharito, Cuauhtémoc beat Osvaldo, and um, Rafa beat Guardado. And then the final four, this is where I want to kind of stop it really quick. And I asked this to Ramon, and I want you guys' opinion. And Super, I'll start with you. Do you guys think Hugo Sanchez, El Matador, Cuauhtémoc, and Rafa are the four best Mexican players ever? Well, um, I would only, I mean, I like El Matador, but I would, I would put Chicharito in there just because of his records. And it, I know it's easier to 
to to say it than than do it because you know it's obviously he had to put a lot of effort and and to get a goal and it doesn't matter if it was Casagoles or whatever but he still did him and and just because of that I would have put them in the top four. Okay, what about you, Edwin? And I'm I'm, I'm okay with the rest of them, yeah. What about you? Actually, I do have to I do have to agree with uh with the super. Okay. Uh, it I I I'll keep uh Rafa Marquez guardado and Gautamo Blanco just because in their role in the national team they have have more impact in the national team. But uh, I mean Luis Hernandez and Matador, he's only remembered for that goal that he scored against uh Netherlands. He's point, only remembered That's, for that goal. Come on, dude. He's not the, only remember. Team, I, I'm I'm sorry, yeah, but in the national and the national. And and the national team, he didn't. He was never relevant. He was never one of the top scorer. I think Borghetti had more had more impact than he did. I I, I think there's a lot more players that have more impact than Luis Hernandez. I think for sure Pavel Pardo would have done would have been a little better to have him at the, in the final four than Luis Hernandez. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, but to me, he was he wasn't that relevant in the national team. Super, what are you doing? Dude, you're like messing your cameras, dude. Now you're like flip diagonal or. <laughs> Voltea tu camarita otra vez, bueno, ya se me voltearon. Le, le, le dio miedo al super. Ahora ya, ahora, now you guys are going to disappear uh -huh. uh, because you guys are opposite directions on the cameras. Este, anyway, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with, uh, with what you're saying. I think uh, Luis Hernandez was definitely a much more impactful player. Um, and let's not forget that uh, he also had a pretty stellar career, you know, with clubs as well, too, you know? He wasn't the best and in, uh, in the club level, but I think what I, the reason why I think a lot of people ended up voting for him was because he ended up, uh, you know, remember, remember this, he scored four goals in a World Cup. That's the most ever by any Mexican player. Oh, right, Super. I see Super agreeing. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And and uh, right. and no, and he had a great uh, career. I mean, let's 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 be honest. I mean, let's not kill the guy. The guy had a great career. He, he had, a, you know, with America, okay he was uh, on a, uh, He, I, I follow his his career, and I, I, I like this. So, um, I definitely think that he's one of the top <laughs> uh, Mexican players up there. You know. Okay. And because of, of that world, that World Cup in 1998, that that was, you know, that was one of the best World Cups that I, sure. I I personally like. That was the first one that I enjoyed, and that I think to me, not only that, but let's remember that they won the um, <laughs> la confederaciones. Yeah. They they won the la confederaciones del 99. So how could you say that he's, you know, the, the, for sure? The, I his, think uh, the, the, exactly. His in the in the confederaciones. In the final game? No, but that I'm pretty was, sure that he that scored was, in the actual Confederaciones tournament. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, hold on. I, mean, I, I don't... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to give saludos because I think you're you're killing me with this. So I want to say what's up to uh, <laughs> Ochoa, Carlitos, uh, 20... Uh, 201-210. Uh, Luis, otra vez. Este, Ana, Ana Rama, 23... Uh, Gudinosa and Lulubert Entertainment. So, saludos a toda la, toda la banda that are joining us right now. All right, so go ahead, dude. So, Super did uh, make a point. So, so, yeah, yeah, and that's that's a fair point. But then, 
if you look if you look at it this way, Borghetti scored Borghetti scored in the Confederaciones de Mexico maybe they didn't win it mm-hmm. in two thousand in two thousand five, but that right. was when Mexico was playing the best the best game ever. I in my opinion, okay. in every uh, since I've been watching soccer, which isn't too long ago, but uh, you know, it's I think I think Borghetti had more of an impact. Chicharito has more of an impact than the national team. Mm-hmm. I think there's other forwards that have done a little more than than Luis Hernandez did, just because of that goal in the and then in that World Cup against the Netherlands. That he's well known, he's remembered. Yeah, I didn't think he, I didn't think club wise, his career was all that great. I, I, I to me, I think in club wise, he was another player, another good player. But that's it. I don't I don't see. He wasn't. He wasn't really full of technique. He was like another chicharito. Okay. He was always there at the right moment. No, and and you know what? You can make your argument, and that's why and it's, it's fair. Go super. And let's remember that not only maybe maybe he didn't go to Europe, but he played in, in, in Boca Juniors. Yeah. You know, so to, mean, for Boca to see something in him, it's you I mean, know, come on. Thing, we can say the same thing about Garcia Aspe playing River Plate, but did they really play though, or were they just part of the team? But but also Garcia Aspe had a, a good career. It yeah. was not a scorer, but he was he was a solid player. Yeah, yeah, I'm you not know? saying that. It's just, I'm not saying that Luis Hernandez was bad. I'm not. I'm. He just not doesn't my, think I, that. You, argument, yeah, it's just. I don't think that he belongs in the top four. That's it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and that's well, that's what well, I was gonna get to. But but we're but we're talking about national team. All right. I know we're trying to put their careers and clubs over here, and to to kind of like uh, cover our <coughs> you know, our argument here. But but let's let's just uh, uh, agree that. That World Cup of '98, he had a, an excellent performance. And yeah. what other player can you can you name that had ha, has had a, a a performance like that in a World Cup? None. None. Yeah. I mean, you're right. None. You're absolutely. To me, right. if 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 we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna uh, like judge him just just for like a national team and, and a performance like that, I would put him as number one because not yeah. even Cuauhtémoc. Or Hugo Sanchez did anything like that in La Selección? Yeah, that's that's a that's a very fair point. Right. No, no, no. You're you're absolutely right. I think that uh, you know none none of those guys uh, ended up doing exactly what you said that he did. You know the the performance, the four goals in in a single World Cup. Who knows how long that's going to stay a record for for a Mexican player? You know. But anyhow, all right, let's move on. So now we talked about those top four, and then you know, to me. I think your Edwin is kind of right. It could have gone, you know, either way with uh, El Matador in and out. And then also same thing uh, to to make a super's point. Uh, it could have been Chicharito instead of El Matador because Chicharito, Chicharito is the all-time scorer. In any case, we knew that neither one of those guys were going to be the, in the final. And I think the final, everybody knew from the very beginning, right, that it was going to be Rafa versus Hugo Sanchez. So now, today we know that the winner turned out to be Rafa Marquez. So, all right, Edwin, since I see you're all excited and you got your thumbs up, give me your thoughts on Rafa Marquez being named the best player and why you think that was the right choice. I mean, I mean first of all, I just want to put that out there that since the beginning, since the, the beginning of the bracket, when we started the bracket, mm-hmm. I pointed out that Rafa Marquez was going to win it. 
just saying. Okay. The thing is, the the thing is, the, if you if you calmate, calmate, es que el perdóname super, pero el que sabe sabe. <laughs> A César lo del César. A César lo del César. Let him talk, dude. Let him talk. No te subas a las dos de la victoria. A ver, pues. Go ahead, Edwin. Go no, ahead. no, no. But if you compare, if you compare the careers of, uh, of Hugo Sanchez and Rafa Marquez, of course, they're different positions. Um, Rafa Marquez never known for, their, for his goals or for being a top scorer because he was a, a, a center back. But he was part of the best Barcelona ever in history of, of clubs. He was part of the Barcelona that have won everything. He okay. has been the captain of the, of, of the Mexican team for five World Cups, I, I believe. Okay. Um, he's, his career has, has been nothing but success. He has won the Champions League, has, has won a, a Liga, a Liga de Francia, okay. has, has won a Copa, de, a Copa de Francia, a French Cup. Has won every single trophy with Barcelona that they have that they have competed in, and I just think that it was obvious that if you compare that with uh, with Hugo Sanchez, nothing to take away from Hugo Sanchez though. He was he was a penta pichichi, and I don't think anyone in Mexico or ever in the world is gonna ever is gonna ever achieve that. That's that's just impossible. Scoring 38, 40 goals a season, that's that's great. That's a solid career, uh -huh. but. The thing is, the only thing is that Hugo Sanchez was never able to win that big Europe trophy, okay. that Champions League. And that Champions League makes a big difference in the player's career. Okay. You can say, you can say that you play for Real Madrid, but if you say, if, 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 if you find, if, if you go and, and talk to people and you go, okay, yeah, but I won the Champions League playing as a starter in the best Barcelona ever in history. Not only just, uh, he was an only part of the team. He was, he was a starter. He was a key player to that, to that team. To, to a point where Guardiola actually came out in interviews and said that he asked Rafa Marquez for advice of how, how when La Selección Mexicana will come out and play the ball from the bottom, from the bottom half, from the bottom part with the defenders. Uh, because that's how he wanted it. He wanted Rafa Marquez and Puyol to to play from uh, to play in that Barcelona. Okay. Like he was. That's just. I just. So think that so you, was you obvious that he was gonna win. Yeah. So you think they got it right? That's the 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 final verdict from your part. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, saludos a más gente. Manuel Barragano. Saludos a Vika 8M. Leo. ¿Qué onda, Leo? Louis B38 32 dice. Luis Bravo dice, le robaron a mi cuau. <laughs> PBA Denver, también saludos a ustedes. Anyway, all right, so super, same question to you. What do you think? Did, they, did you think our voters got it right? Because, again, this is based on votes. We didn't decide. Yeah. You know, we only decided the order, but the people voted. I know. I, um, again, let, just, let me just uh, tell you, Edwin. Rafa Marquez himself recently said that Hugo Sanchez is the best Mexican player in history. So, you know, <laughs> this, this is coming I mean, from, from the guy that you're calling the best player uh, I, I, of all I, time. I, mean, I, I think... I mean, all right, wait, I, hold on, no, no, no. Let's not talk over each other. Go ahead. Let Super go. Go. You. Nobody interrupted you, with Edwin. And I think Rafa Marquez, I agree with Rafa Marquez himself. 
Hugo, it is the best uh, uh, player in history up to this day. <laughs> so you never, I mean, who knows who when someone is gonna uh, surpass him? But uh, you know, I think uh, I I agree with with Rafa Marquez. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna give and, you guys and, and just listen. A ver. Let's just remember those Chilenas, man. Those Chile, those goals. And, and time and time again, let's remember those it, to do them in Real Madrid too. That's that, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think hey, who who do you like, Madrid or Barcelona, Edward? Me, Madrid. All right. Oh, well, I'm, sur I'm surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> that you. I, I, Okay. I, 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 I love Madrid. Soy madridista de corazón desde la cuna. Okay. All right. So super. So super. You think it's uh, Hugo Sanchez? Um, Edwin, you thought it was Rafa Marquez, and uh, for me, I think that uh, it, it's a tough <laughs> one, dude. It's really tough. I, I, I think uh, like literally a coin flip could have determined that. But if I really want to be analytical, and if I really want to think things like thoroughly and be like, you know what, we gotta give it to somebody, I would probably have to go with uh, Super and go with uh, Hugo Sanchez. And the only reason why is because. That pentapichichi that uh, Edwin mentioned earlier is just a tough, a tough task. Okay. You know? And hold on, let me let yeah. me let me finish. And and no, here, no, no, here's yeah, yeah, yeah. and and here's here's what I wanted to get to. Um, so if 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 I was to pick right, if if um if I was doing uh, my own team, right, and I had first pick for my team, and I had either one or the other to pick to be my player, I would pick Hugo to be my player over anybody in this bracket. I would pick him over any single player that has ever played for Mexican soccer. And that, that's what, you know, the, 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 the purpose of the bracket is, you know, to uh -huh. see who would you pick, right? A lot of people go like, oh, it's a different position, da, 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 da. Even if it's a, a goalkeeper, assume that we had the best goalkeeper ever, <coughs> right? If you had that best goalkeeper ever, if our player... Or, or let's let's assume that Jorge Campos was the best goalkeeper ever, you know that 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 you know that uh, it was a consensus that he was the best goal, goalkeeper ever. I think if that was the case, Jorge Campos would have been the number one player in the bracket, but that's not the case. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't even think that. So that's why, like for me, if I was to pick one person, one person, it would be that. It would be Hugo Sanchez. Um, really quick, as the Uh, Luis says, by far, Hugo is the best Mexican player of all time. No other player, not even Messi or Cristiano, was able to do what Hugo did in Spain, which is, I guess, what you mentioned the the five pitches um, in a row. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just I just want to point out something with Luis. You're contradicting yourself, super, because with Luis Hernandez, uh, you're you're with Luis Hernandez. You were talking about just the national team. And then with Hugo Sanchez, you're talking about his his club career. So where are we measuring here? His his time in the national team or his career? No, that's why I think you mentioned it as a player. No, I, I know that was a question for Super, but I think it, no, it's a player. Measure, so because uh, I Sanchez think we measure in the bracket Hugo, here. <laughs> Hugo, Hugo, Hugo Sanchez didn't do much in the national team. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry to say that's that. Right. Hugo, Hugo that's Sanchez that, did not did a lot in the national team. But wait, you, I mean, if, he if did score. He career. scored thirty. He didn't he score like twenty eight goals. I mean, he's still like eight all time. You know, only yeah, seven players have scored more they, goals. Yeah, but, uh, 
Yeah, but did you did was 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 were those goals really ever uh, like an important goal in the World Cup or in a or in a massive important uh, station of a, of but, a tournament? But I mean, the same thing we can say the same thing about Chicharito, for example, right? I mean, like not yeah, every single I, one of his I goals has been, that. you know, yeah. and not and, and not I just anybody. That, yeah. And 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 then not only that, Edwin, but again, if we're putting weight to the World Cup, I mean, now you're actually contradicting yourself because you know you were saying that El Matador is not that great. Because of that, yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not. So, but but then you're asking no, about I, Ugo's, you know, weight saying, because of but, that. No, so. but that, that's what I'm saying because no, what Super said when Super said like a few minutes back, he said that El Matador, the we're talking about the bracket, which is in the national team, and then right now Super is talking about the five pentapich, the pentapichichis that Hugo Sanchez did in Madrid. Yeah. Like he didn't do much in the national team. That's what yeah, Rafa Marquez. Yeah, I think this you, is what Rafa Marquez question, has in their career. The question, but the question was the question that Joe asked me is if I if I agree with the final the final here the final uh, result if it, if I agree with Rafa Marquez against Hugo Sanchez right there, like I said, I would go with Hugo Sanchez. That that's that's the player that I that I you know personally like. Right. If I compare the two of them, like I said before, if we were really judging just by performances in the national team, just that, I would have given it to El Matador. That's what I said earlier. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, but we're not again. <laughs> all right, so so again, all right, so here, here's 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 let me let me rephrase this question to you, Edwin. All right, so again, you have a team that you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pick up your best eleven players. All right, and then your first two options are for your for your team. You're the manager, are Rafa Marquez yeah. or Hugo Sanchez. Who are you taking? One and and I just and I don't I don't want to sound. <laughs> um, how can I say this? I don't want to sound like like I've, because of this because of advices that I've got from professional coaches like Benjamin Galindo, uh-huh. Manuel Vidrio. Javier Aguirre and them. Okay. You always start your team from the bottom. Okay. So to me, it will be Rafa Marquez. And right. if it was a goalie, I would rather get a. I would get a, rather get a, a good goalie. But if if it has to be from Rafa Marquez, yeah. and it was like, yeah. I'll, I'll pick Rafa Marquez. Okay, that's fair. So then you're still going strong with that. And then what about you, Super? Yeah. I definitely go with Hugo uh, Sanchez. I love the like I said the goals. And the goals that this can guy that this guy can give you, it, it you know, how do you win games with goals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but remember, if you, you have the right players, if you have the right players, then even Chicharito can score fifty-five goals. Well, yes, but I would, I would, I would, I would go with a guy that can give me a bicycle kick in any single, any you know, any time, just out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. I love those kind of All right. Well, anyway, so guys, that's it. That's the bracket. We're done with that concurso. I want to thank everybody who participated in, um, you know, in the contest or, or in the bracket and voted. I mean, we ended up getting tons and tons of votes. I mean, uh, just uh, today, uh, I think we ended up getting like over 500 votes, you know. And um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know the exact, um, the exact uh, percentage, but I think it was like around 60% to 40. So it was a pretty wide margin. It wasn't like 50, 52 to 48 or nothing like that. So anyway, so thank you very much uh, to all of you guys who voted and uh, be on the lookout for our next bracket coming up, 
which is going to be on uh, Mexican national team jerseys. ¿Cuál le gusta? And then for that one, you know what? <laughs> we may we may have to end up raffling one of the uh, uh, a jersey as a prize so people can participate. How do you guys like that? Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, all right, más saluditos a la gente. So, so PBA Denver puso something like with their head. I don't know. I guess he's shaking his head. Maybe he doesn't like our conversation. Pero saludos a todos modos. Este, también uh, saludos a Seúl Montano. Saludos al, oh, al Chuy. Ya lo estás saludando tú, super. Saludos a Yvonne 822. Um, so, again, what's up to all of you guys that are tuning in? Uh, I know that um, uh, we have lots to talk about. So, a ver, deja, déjame cambio aquí de perfil. Okay, ahora sí. Guys, I, I think, uh, ahora sí, this is when you guys are going to get cut off. So, si no se juntan más al... A la, no, 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 al, al otro ladito porque el super te cambió de cámara Edwin, ahí está, there you okay. go a ver tú, este, super, you can't no te pueden mirar la gente aquí en el, en el, en el face o en el uh, insta pero se me hace que ya eh, yeah, yeah, all right, ahí está bueno, alright, so Edwin um, you, you don't want to talk too much about the coronavirus because I know that it's uh, you know, not the kindest of topics uh, but you have a I lot mean, of yeah no, 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 and we're not. You know, we're going to talk some soccer right now. Um, super, muévete un poquito más, canijo, porque, ¿qué estás haciendo? La gente no te mira y... El Edwin está a todo lo que da, así, a, al puro chingadazo, como dicen. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, anyway, yep. so, since we don't, we don't, we're not worried too much about Super and seeing his face, then, Edwin, let's go ahead and, um, and talk about... <laughs> Uh, the rumors. So you were pretty hot on rumors, dude. So why don't you give us some of the rumors that are that are out there? Yeah. Doing? So one of the one of the things that I do wanted to point out is uh, is the excellent season that Raúl Jiménez was having uh, before all this coronavirus crisis happened. Yeah. This all epidemic. Um, and not only that, no, no, which is this, and it wasn't just this season. It was the season before that too. His first season in England, he scored about seventeen goals, and right now he passed that. Like I'm like he's scoring 19 goals or 20 goals in the season right now. I think I I believe, mm-hmm. and with that has opened a lot of doors to where Manchester United and um and Real Madrid actually a uh, a resource from Marca, uh, which is a a uh, a sports uh, magazine in, yeah. in in Spain has has saying the scouts from Real Madrid actually have, have went to the training training grounds of the Wolves to actually talk talk to the to the man, uh, to his agent, to Raúl Jiménez's agent, okay. and to the Wolves' uh, um, uh, pre- pre- president to see to see how what will be the the cost of Raúl Jiménez to go to Real Madrid. And Raúl Jiménez, in an interview, said that he has had a lot of a lot of offers right now. Mm-hmm. Has heard a lot of offers, and and it's getting close. Uh, actually, Zinedine Zidane was actually interviewed about this. Uh, maybe I think it was about a week ago, and he said that. Yeah, Raúl Jiménez is one of the one of the players that he has on his on I guess on his list to to for this transfer market next mm-hmm. transfer market. Um, I believe that Raúl Jiménez would do great in a team like Real Madrid because he's he's really similar to the way. And of course, I'm not comparing him. I'm not saying that he's the same, but in some um, technique wise, the way he moves, the way he he. Uh, um, comes out of the box and makes plays. He's not only a he's not only a forward. He he can also play as a false nine or open open up in the sides like uh 
Osorio, Osorio was using him. Um, El Profe Osorio was using him in La Selección. Um, yeah. I I think he would do great. I think he he his characteristics are real similar, like Karim Benzema, like Roberto Firmino, and like like Cunagüero, like those type of players. And he's always there. He's always creating those plays um, to score to to be at the right moment and score those goals. I think I think Raúl Jiménez will have a good chance to to go to Real Madrid and and not only just go to Real Madrid like Chicharito, but also get a little more minutes and play a little more than Chicharito did at the time. Okay. Um, super. Do you think that um, it's a smart move for Jimenez to leave the EPL, Wolves specifically? Well, I think that you there's some things that you can't say no to. Yep. And that's one of them, Real Madrid. You know, if they put you an offer, you have to go. And again, and that's going to be his real test. If he has the the skills that he's showing he has in the Wolves, you know, mm-hmm. and I think he does. I think he would do okay. I think he would do okay in the team, and and that's what uh, <clears throat> I think that's the player that the Madrid should have right now. A player like him because he he's he he puts a lot of effort into it, and he's a strong player. You know, very physical, and I I think he will do definitely okay in in the, in El Madrid. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's why I find it a little bit interesting, and for me personally, I don't think that that's a smart move for Raúl Jiménez to go because uh, he probably should wait one more season. And I know that it's true. Like there's some times that you have to say no, but also I, I think that you know he should just enjoy his time with Wolves. I don't think he's done enough yet. I mean, yeah, there's people that have said that. Oh, yeah, he broke all the records or whatever. But let's remember, like, Wolves is still, like, a smaller team. That's why he, he he's breaking, like, all kinds of records. So I think that he gives himself, especially if he doesn't hurry up. I mean, I know that the coronavirus and all this stuff that's happening through, like, a, you know, uh, a, a wrench into, like, the clockwork of everything that's happening right now. So it's a little bit different to just kind of, like, you know, put things into perspective. But if he's able to hold off just a little bit, you know, to make sure he fully solidifies himself because I would hate for him to go to a team like Real Madrid and or Atletico Madrid and have him sit on the bench. I mean, and Chucky Lozano is a perfect example of that. You know, a lot of us thought that he was going to get um, a lot of playing time. And obviously, like, you know, a lot of things happened there too. Ancelotti ended up getting fired. You know, Gattuso doesn't want to put him in. And yes, we know that the, uh, the Serie A was difficult or whatever. But still, dude, it's like a waste of talent, having a guy like that sitting on the bench. And that's what I'm afraid of, of Jimenez going to a team like Real Madrid or to Atletico, where they are where they are loaded with stars, and then on the bench he goes. You know what I mean? That's kind of like where, where, yeah. where I see things. So, um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Go ahead, dude. Yeah, it is, it is a tough decision. It is a tough decision to, to either stay and keep that, keep that same level that you had at Wolves and probably either become a legend if you're already if if you're not are already as if 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 if, if, if I think Raul Jimenez right now he broke the the record of the top scoring history of the Premier League for the Wolves. Right. Uh and and yeah, I mean that that's that 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 will be like like um like staying in his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But if if he wants to compete, he wants to show what he has. 
I think, stepping out of the conference zone like Hector Herrera did. Because Hector Herrera was the captain of Porto, was the key important player of Porto, was the idol in Porto. It was that player that was the player that was that was showing character during the games. That was that was fighting all the time. That was going to every ball. That was the important player. He was doing every interview, every charity. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, if we get all that, but and 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 and, and what is <laughs> and, he doing now? And, and and he and I mean he he was playing before he got hurt. He he didn't play that much in the beginning of the season, but after that, he showed that he was he was an important player for Cholo, for Cholo Simeone. I, started, I don't know. I think that's up for the. I think players. that's debatable, man. I think that's debatable. I don't think that. Let me just let me just put it this way, Joe. You know, he he manages has to you know whatever he can achieve with in Wolf. It's like playing for Pachuca, man. You know, you have to go to Real Madrid <laughs> to be in a team like America or Chivas. You know, if you gotta play in Wolves forever, then you gotta take risks sometimes. You know, and if, right. if it's not like I said, you have to show that you can do it. And if the opportunity comes to you, you have to take it. That's bottom line. So you're saying that he shouldn't wait. Period. He should just he should just go regardless whether he's ready or not. He remember sometimes opportunities come only once in a lifetime, and if yeah. you miss them, it might you know it might come back, but it might not. No, that's so, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. And then yeah, it. and there's also like the potential of injury. There's a bunch of different scenarios. There's a lot of what ifs. That's the reality, you know. But again, exactly. going this back to what happened to, what happened to Coltemos Blanco, man. You know, his career was over after that injury. I think he had a lot more uh, to give. In, uh, maybe in he would have been. Maybe he would have been the winner of the just, bracket, right? Right there, you go. Yeah. See. <laughs> El pobre cual. Only because of the injury, he did not win our bracket. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So, so again, those are. What are some of the other hot rumors that you guys are, have seen circulating? Uh, Super, have you seen any other rumors? Well, uh, aquí el, el uno de nuestros informantes nos dijo que uh, el Chucky a lo mejor no este possibly following his uh, el maestro ahí. Since he's getting no playing time and going to Everton, so <laughs> I think I think that one it's one that it it should happen sooner than later because yeah, this guy is like that the coach just made him disappear. He this guy is nowhere to be found, not even on the bench sometimes. Right, and that's just personal now. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. Hey, really quick, uh, let me give some more saludos and shoutouts to people. Um, somebody was saying that they're having a hard time listening to us on Instagram. I don't know if, um, if it's because, uh, of their end, but I just checked on, on, uh, YouTube and YouTube is loud and clear and Twitter is loud and clear apparently. But anyway, so saludos a toda la banda que, que nos sigue, perro callejero. Uh, saludos al, <laughs> saludos al twin EDL 86, uh, al PDC podcast. <laughs> PDCM podcast, yes, the T-Reg, Global Caesar, y el Utilidets, Utilidets, uh, man, some of these names, I don't even know how to pronounce them, but anyway, um, so if you can read my lips, go to YouTube if you can't hear us and you, and you want to listen to us, um, you know, the other thing really quick, going back to uh, to some of the, um, 
este, ¿cómo se dice? The, um, the rumors. And I want to ask you guys about this one because I found it a little bit interesting. Did you guys see the comment that supposedly Carlos Vela said that LAFC did not let him go to Barcelona or something like that? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the exact yeah. uh, wordage, but it was something along those lines. So, yeah. Uh, Edwin, I mean, do you think it's right for him to say something like that? Uh, I, it sounds to me like a little bit like, I don't know, just uncalled for in a way, you know, considering like how I mean, great he's been there. I don't I don't think he did it in a malicious way. I don't think he said it just, just to, start, to start some beef with the, with, with the team. I don't think uh, with the president of LAFC. But what I, what I also did see was an interview the about those from la, from this past year and last year where when when uh, Carlos Vela was going to Barcelona to so an interview for the president of LAFC um he said the they the rumors were true they had to look at all the options because they couldn't they, they weren't just gonna let Carlos Vela go play for four months then come back and maybe having a risk of an injury and and um and putting the, the their season at risk which is true um, now that Carlos Vela has come out and said this, I mean, I don't think he said it in a malicious way. I don't think he he meant to 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 say that. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't play in Barcelona because you didn't let me go. He also said that. I mean, it's understandable, and he was agreeing with the, he agreed with the with the president with the, and with the club. And at the end of the day, it was a club decision, and he was happy at LAFC. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was part of an interview as a question. A lot of people were wondering if if it was true that the rumors of Barcelona of of having Carlos Vela go 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 for at least four months and play for them um, were true. And I mean, he came out and said they they were. I, I don't think he said it in a malicious way. I just think um, it was part of a question. It was an honest answer. Okay, that's fair. What about you, Super? What do you think? Do you think uh, did you make anything of it, or are you in agreement with um, Edwin? Well. Uh... <coughs> It's it's now is uh we it's used we're used to this now you know the players coming out and saying stuff like this and then right. almost like they have no fear maybe he thinks that they can't do anything to him because he's the superstar of the team uh I, I don't know he seems like he's pretty comfortable there and maybe he does have a good relationship with the team and they said no and maybe he did agree with them and uh but. Still, he wanted to go, so I don't know. Right. I don't know. It, it, to me, I would have just kept a mouth shut. You know, if 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 right. uh, if they didn't let me go, then yeah, you know, whatever. But you, you're still playing for the team, so right, 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 it, right. It's right. crazy. You right. know, we'll just hope that nothing comes out of it because yeah. he is a very important player for that team. Yeah. I mean, but then again, Carlos Vela has always been known for for giving really honest answers. Yeah, no, and, and Super knows all yeah. about that. <laughs> Super knows all about that. So, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it's um, it's also very important, and, and both of you guys did mention this, that, uh, you know, Carlos Vela just needs to take that little step back, right? And like you said, I mean, it may not be a malicious answer, but also at the same time, like whenever he speaks his mind, it creates controversy. And that's kind of like yeah. the, the one thing where he needs to be a little bit cautious or maybe he doesn't, you know, maybe he just doesn't give a, you know, a rat's ass, you know, he could be like, okay, whatever, that's, uh, this is what I do, and this is who I am, and, and that's final, you know, but, like, he also hey, doesn't want to create hey, you any, know what? any, hey, you uh, know what, yo? what's up? 
And you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you say. You know, the 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 media is always gonna take that whatever little you know. Maybe he had a hiccup, and then oh, you know, he's he has a hiccup, and you know, whatever. They make yeah. a big deal out of nothing. So yeah, like yeah. Edwin is right. If he gave an honest answer, yeah, and, that's fair. You know, it is what it is. So it's let fine. it go now. Uh, really quick, but guys. No, media is. <laughs> Really quick, guys. Uh, I'm actually uh, just so you guys can see. I'm doing a little Facebook live right here. Uh, as I'm doing this, um, you know, we're doing our podcast, so we're live on Instagram, we're live on YouTube, and now I'm live on Facebook as well. They can't hear you guys on Facebook, and you guys are a little bit too fails for Facebook, so that's why you don't you don't get to. Oh. <laughs> a ver, a ver. más followers, güey. <laughs> <laughs> but any, but anyway, este, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, let the people on uh, Facebook know really quick uh, why they can't hear me. They only see me kind of like nodding back and forth, and they don't understand why I'm uh, I'm doing that. But anyways, for those of you guys on Facebook, if you guys go over to YouTube or you go to Instagram, uh, you could check out the full podcast. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, try something new because this is what it's all about, right, fellas? Trying things out. A ver cómo, a ver cómo nos va, pero. Anyway, uh, this is just a, this was a little quick live within the live. Ah, ¿qué les parece esa? You guys like that? Ah, canito. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> my good pal Jim Ryan uh, was tuning in, uh, director at ESPN. El, el Chuy se fue a mirar también al, al Facebook, eh? Ese sí está canijo, because he, he's watching us on Facebook. And, um, and also... He's a true uh, fan. Yeah, he he deserves us. a shirt. And then el Kike Hernandez, ese Kike, ¿qué onda? So, todos ustedes, you know, that are uh, dealing with the, you know, with this uncertainty, just like all of us, just be careful, continue to stay home, and if you don't need to go to work, don't go to work. If you don't need to be out, don't be out. You know, so saludos a toda la banda del, del, del Facebook. And then again, if you want to continue the conversation, make sure you go over to YouTube or That's to what we Instagram. Do. Sale vale. Bueno. Yeah, that's what we gotta do. Go visit the friends from Facebook, uh, You know, sometimes. Yeah, Ira, you see, you see. So this this is something, there's something wrong, certainly, with Instagram, dude, because on YouTube, they can hear us, you know? Let's uh, yeah. let's let's tell people to go to YouTube, porque si no, a ver, go to you. Go to YouTube, people. So we're dropping. Now you guys are like, you know, opposite directions. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Anyway, guys. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I, I know that I didn't really want to bring up, like, the coronavirus, but it's just the topic of conversation, man, you know? Like, the Olympics were canceled last week already. Uh, the president extended, you know, this uh, uh, lockdown, if you will, for, you know, another, what, 30 days or so? So, you know, we're going to be keeping the social distance for 30... Did it too, right? What's that? Liga MX didn't they... Do that too, and uh, todos los deportes here in U.S. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, well, the thing is that nothing can happen before before uh, April 30th. That's a fact because 
you know, it's a presidential decree or presidential order or executive order that, you know, nobody can be in groups of more than 10. So that's the problem. Hey, Bere, so Bere, Bere, can you hear us on YouTube? You should, right? Saluditos a la Bere. I asked her. Un saludo, la, un, un saludo a la Foca que me mandó un mensaje ahorita que nos está viendo. ¿Que no nos está viendo tampoco? <laughs> no, que nos, que nos está viendo a la Foca. Órale, pues, órale. Oh, la foca, eh. La foca. Saludos la a la foca. Esa, no, nunca se pierde el programa, eh. Desde que, les digo, déjame les digo, desde que empecé yo, nunca se pierde el programa. <risa> Saludos a la foca, al Sea Lion, a la tortuga, a todos por ahí. <risa> a, 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 saludos a todos, este, a todo el zoológico de una vez, ¿no? O a todo SeaWorld. <risa> Oye, oye, hablando de, hablando de este, hablando de SeaWorld, man, um, let me see if I, I'm actually going to try to do, put something really quick. Have you guys heard of, uh, of, uh, Fiona the Hippo? Which one? Fiona. Fiona the Hippo. No, yeah. Was, wasn't, was that the hippo that was doing the workup thing? And no, I don't know, uh, hippo, hippo, the, it was a baby hippo. I mean, it, it's kind of old already. Oh, okay, never mind. No, it's kind of no, old, but I'm going to try to actually put put this up for you guys so you guys can see, because yesterday, <laughs> yesterday we <laughs> were... Uh, <laughs> no, pues. Okay, ¿quieres que hable de animales? ¿Quieres que hable de animales? ¿Quieres que hable de animales o de la coronavirus, pues? A ver, espérame, espérame, espérame. El super ya se volteó otra vez, yo no super. Super, what are you doing, dude? Tú que me cambias la, me cambias la cámara, güey. A ver, espérame, espérame. Mira, 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 mira. Super ya no sabe ni dónde está sentado. A ver. <risa> es que me cambias la cámara, güey. Ahí se ven tus chanclas atrás, Super. A ver, voy a, voy a, voy a poner. Sí, güey. Ya la encontré, ya la encontré. Espérenme, espérenme, espérenme. Ahí está, aire. Ahí estamos nosotros. Bueno, there's some people talking right now. Pero ahorita viene el, el baby hippopotamus. El baby hippo. Es un, es un baby hippo. Anyway, este clip es este del zoológico de Cincinnati. And um, it's a, about a little baby hippo that was born premature. Uh, it's already three years old, but the, the, the hippo was born, like I think, like six weeks early or something like that. Y este... Uh-huh. And man, yesterday we watched like a little episode. Ira está, qué bonito. We watched a, uh, an episode. Man, I got sucked in, dude. I got sucked in. It's like the most adorable and the cutest thing ever, man. So you guys haven't seen it? Oh, yeah. Pero that's what happens when, again, going back to what we're dealing with, you know, the, the whole coronavirus thing, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because I was just telling someone that here where I live, like maybe two blocks away, uh-huh. I've, uh, from the five years that I've been here, I've never seen so many blue bonnets, like flowers out there. I never saw that before. And right now, well, there's not a lot of pollution. There's not a lot of cars. There's the, the mother nature is healing itself. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that and I was like, wow, like. I've never seen this before from five years that I've been here in this house. I've never seen this. And now, like, 
you see all these different things are changing and maybe when maybe we needed this we needed this we needed uh, uh, earth needed a break yeah. uh, animals and nature needed a break from us so you know it's, it's always good yeah no no yeah it's uh, yeah. it's nice this was this was really touching dude this was really really touching mm -hmm. and i think uh you know there's uh I, positives to to this unfortunately yeah, and, and I almost, I almost uh, myself, I almost catch up with uh, Marimar, Mariana del Barrio, and you know. Damn, but... <laughs> <laughs> ya voy a quitar al, al, al baby hippo porque... Toda la, la trilogía. Ya, ya quita el super, ya quita el super, ya, ya. Yeah, he saw the coronavirus. A ver, a ver, so, yeah, no. so, why don't you guys tell me of a clip, a clip or, or a good video that you guys have seen, like, to to share with the people, porque, you know, there's a lot of people out there, like, uh, that need something to smile about, you know what I mean? They need something to, to, to you know, be cheerful about. You know what, like, you know what we've been watching, and it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting, you know, if we really think about it, it's, how old is uh like pyramids like the pyramids were built yeah. and how were old people way back then were able to to build such a massive you know uh structures yeah. you know they didn't have the technology they didn't have the, the tools that we have now you know so how is this possible? It's really interesting too, you know. And well, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it's like manpower. And then remember too, like, you know, if if you know the history of like the the pyramids, a lot of people died too building those things. You know, they had a lot of slaves. Yes, yes, so. but, but that's what I'm saying. But but the the archi architectural uh, advancement side at of the time, it, yeah. you know, yeah. like for that, yes. How much the, the the intelligence some of these guys had way back then when they had no like schooling, you know, they were just like like that, like they they knew how to measure like the symmetry of the of the stuff that that they built was like it's like whoa, you know, these guys were so smart. It's like they probably were smarter than than us now, you know, with all the some 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 of you guys out there with all the the schooling that that they that they did. These guys have no schooling. <laughs> All right, all right. So, so you that's no, that's, that's, that's what you had, super. Thing, Go ahead. Yeah. No, and another thing is like how how is it possible that in every part of the world you have similar, you know, pieces of of like you know like monuments, you know. Yeah. And, and how do they know about it? And and how to build like something that like, was so similar, and even under like a drawings and all their sculptures that they did there's similar stuff that they did you know like people with wings and stuff like that you know it, it's interesting so that's what you're, you know, okay it, that, so that's what you're watching that's what you're watching what about you edwin what was your feel good uh feel good video you know i i i, I was actually watching today earlier before this podcast it's kind of like uh it it is kind of sad too in a way Mm -hmm. But I was watching how New York came back from that act, from that incident, from the accident of the, from the attack of 9-11. Okay. But no, I wasn't, but the, the film or their video doesn't, doesn't focus on 
on the reconstruction of New York, but it, it talks more to the people that were involved in it. Do they have the to have someone in in the 9/11 accident who was actually at the at um, closer like at uh, New York close to 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 the to the pyramids to the like where those big buildings where that happened and how they came back and they over they overcame that depression that and and that that sadness and now there's successful people in New York. Mm. And I was watching that and I was actually that was actually really inspirational and really touching. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's really cool. I mean, those are the things that are, that are just gotta keep us going too, right? Keep us a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, like for again, for me, it was a it was a baby hippo. You know, that's what made my day. That's what made me smile. You know what I mean? So, um, I think uh, and every, and everybody's got different things, right? Everybody's got different things. Uh, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of political videos out there too, and like I'm I'm sick and tired of watching. The president talk and watching the politicians talk, you know what I mean? It just feels like, man, you know, like what what the hell is happening? What's going on? Uh, but then, I mean, if that's what we got, then it's what can we do, right? You, you know what made, made me smile in a sarcastic way, though? What's that? When Donald Trump came out and said, the people that are dying right now are people that, are, that haven't died before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I know it's stupid. I know I know it's stupid, but but I'm just I'm just amazed at how uh, the things that this the person yeah the, the things that, the things that come out of his mouth without a filter without a filter and it just makes me laugh. I'm not. Another thing that I I actually I actually been watching like oh I've always been a fan of late night talk uh, shows and. That's where they portray him in in a way that he really is. You know, not like the news that he comes out, comes out there and some of these guys get some of his best materials and they show him the way he really is. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they do it in a comedy way, but you know, I like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a video where this lady comes out and she's talking in a in the press uh, presidential conference. And she's saying that if you notice that she was absent for the weekend because she had a little fever, and all of a sudden you see Donald Trump on the left going, "Oh no, 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 no!" And then he walks out, of, he walks down, and she goes away. And that's just, uh, that's just. Uh, I mean, it makes me laugh because he's so stupid. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. How, I don't know how people. I don't know how people made him our president. Well, uh, that's a whole different t- uh, conversation. But anyway. Yeah. All right, guys, I think uh, we're coming down to an end, dude. So another uh, cool episode. I think we had a little bit of everything today. We went from, you know, the bracket to football to the coronavirus to baby hippos to pyramids. We even talked about the freaking president. How about that? All right, super. (laughs) As always, dude, 30 segundos. What do you got? Saludos, gente ahí. Just... uh, Hang on, it's getting difficult, you know. I know everything uh, is just getting tighter and tighter now because people not working and you know they're they're now they're enforcing the the all the the rules now that now they're closing everything, parks, uh, playgrounds, everything because people are acting stupid. So now just you know sending good vibes to everyone and and we gotta get through this. All right. Sounds very well said, dude. Edwin. Um, once I mean, 
like we we kind of sound a little repetitive when we talk about this, but yes, for sure. Um, this is a this is a time where we have to appreciate who we have and what we have. Um, not really going crazy and trying to go out. Try to spend time with the family, with your loved ones, but in a safe environment. If you're quarantined with your family, try to enjoy with try to enjoy time with them because we usually take for granted what we have, like our kids, like our mom, like our dad, like like uh, our grandparents, and we don't really pay attention to them. This is time to reconnect with everything and to let uh, let only I mean, with despite everybody's religions and respecting that, uh, let God uh, take care of this. I mean. Just try to try to follow the rules, and the this the more time we spend at home, the 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 sooner we can be outside having a, a chela with their friends. That's very well said as well. Um, you know, I think people just need to get their act together. I think uh, this is the time where all of us just need to be mindful, be conscious of um, of everything that's going on uh, around us, because a lot of the times we never live in the moment. A lot of the times we And uh, actually, I read this passage uh, the other day where um, somebody was asked, like, you know, uh, about um, how they become, uh, you know, truth of of servers of themselves. And uh, basically what they said is that, well, when I eat, I eat. And when I sleep, I sleep. And then they asked him, well, how is that different (coughs) to what everybody else does? So does that mean that everybody else is doing it? And that person said, no, the difference is that when I eat, I actually am eating and I'm not wondering about a thousand other things. And when I am sleeping, I'm not dreaming about a thousand different things. And basically the, the, the meaning of that was that it's all about being in the moment and the moment is now. And we have to take into account what is happening now because there could be no tomorrow for a lot of people. So, you know, just yeah. keep in mind that that's what we have and... Uh, you know, be be cognizant of everything that's that's going on because uh, again, it's 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 really really tough. Some of us may not get sick, but other people could because of our, um, you know, either stupidity if for lack of a better term. Or, yeah. yeah, you know, for for very many reasons. But anyway, um, fellas, it's <coughs> been a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Ami Musiquita. Ahora sí, están en pantalla, despídanse. So, another episode of the ETO podcast in the books. From my top right. Para acá. Ahí está. No, ese es el super mojado. Y el otro es Edwin Cáceres. I am Joe Rodriguez, coming to you from Connecticut. Thank you very much for tuning in. Till next time. Adios, chavos. Un beso para mis fans.